back by popular demand. And by popular demand, I just mean like a few people telling me. It, the conversation with Pavin, there was more to it. Uh, it was really long. So we, uh, I just showed you part of it. You're about to see the rest of it. We go a little deeper. We go a little wider. Pavin's fantastic. Let me remind you. <laughs> Let me remind you before we get into you continuing this fantastic conversation. Let me remind you that things about things in some ways is helping people have conversations. And here's what I mean. We have gotten so far in our culture away from just looking at each other in the eye and having conversations that relationships have gotten to the point that you text somebody and then you hear back whenever, or you don't hear back because they looked at it and then they thought, yeah, I'll get back to that person, and then they don't do it anymore because they've already thought about it, and then that's it. Uh, or direct message on Instagram or whatever, right? Social media, social media, social media, and that's fine. If as as a as a as a gap filler, it's a it's fine to continue some sort of relationship. I have some friends that I, we don't live in the same place, right? We live a thousand miles away from each other, whatever it is, and so for, so we send each other funny videos or we send each other like really really fantastically inspiring videos, uh, or whatever, right? We send each other videos that kind of show each other, hey, I've thought about you when I saw this thing, and it kind of maintains things in between seeing each other, but there is nothing like seeing each other. You know this, right? I know in 2023, this is not exactly the coolest way to talk about relationships, but I think it's the best way to talk about relationships, is you're going to be together, right? You're going to have conversations together. You're going to look at each other's eyes. You're going to ask each other questions. You're going to learn more about each other. You know that that's what friendship is, right? or part of it. I mean, there's more to it. There's a lot of non-talking too, silence, experiences together that are not just conversations. But a podcast that doesn't even have conversations, I don't don't know if I want to try to figure out what that would be. We could just dance together, I suppose. But sitting down with a friend, looking them in the eye, and learning about them, learning from them, hearing their stories, sharing their stories, going back and forth and finding your place somewhere in the middle of, of, of who you are and who they are, and so that there's some sort of unity there where you're listening and you're learning and you're growing together. Uh, so maybe for some of you watching Things About watching things, about things uh, you can go to thingsaboutthings.com, right? Because some of you are listening and you, re- you're, and you can watch. You realize you can watch. Watching is good. Listening is good. Watching is also good. For some of you, you're just going to be listening to or watching a conversation so that you can grow in what it means to have a conversation. And that's fine. Some of you are really gifted conversationalists and surpass anything we're doing, and that's great too. But some of you are like, uh, how do you have a conversation? Right? Because if you grew up in this digital age, you might think that conversations are a dead thing, right? Uh, I've, I see people sitting next to each other, and instead of engaging each other or sharing in anything at the same time with each other, they're just both in their own worlds on their phones. Now, I, I uh, just like any t- 21st century person, I have a relationship with my phone that sometimes I think is beneficial and sometimes isn't. Sometimes I'm just on here too much, and sometimes I, I'm using it for work, right? I'm using it for work. And so I tell myself, I'm not, this is not a phone addiction. I'm just working. I have to work. And the nature of my job, I'm on my phone a lot and it's very legitimate. But then I'm also like, oh, what else is going on? Right. Uh, 
and that's fine. That's just kind of the way things are. I don't really like it, if I'm honest. And in many ways, I, I have to like be disciplined about trying to put myself in position to set that thing aside, turn it off, have it not available, especially when I'm just kind of chilling with friends, right? Or family. But, uh, but there's nothing like just talking, at least for me. When I can look at someone in the eyes and we're not looking at our phone at the same time unless we're actually going to share some song or some fun, you know, we're, we're, we're sharing part of ourselves, preferably no phone though, or little phone, uh, or no phone, but maybe a, a, a radio, a stereo, a record player. We share a song with each other by lowering that needle down. There's nothing like that. I, I recommend this very much. If you don't have the needle, maybe get the needle. If you don't have the needle and you're not going to have the needle... Hook your phone up to some a speaker or two or three or four. Put on the do not disturb. All those features, whatever it is, so that you're not disturbed by the phone, that you're only utilizing the phone for what you want to utilize the phone for, for the sake of maintaining and growing a friendship in a conversation. That That's it. And that's all this podcast really is, except we deep dive into a few things. We want to simplify some concepts without sacrificing depth. We want to touch on things, right? So at the end of an hour conversation that you watch or listen to, what I'm hoping is you kind of go, huh, that was cool. Who cares? Or you go, that was cool. I just learned something. Or you go, that wasn't just cool. I learned a lot and now I have some stuff to share. Or you're just like, that's how you have a conversation. You ask questions. You share your stories. You meet in the middle. You find the way. You carve out time. Remember that? Remember carving out time? Huh? Oh, man, speaking of carving out time, I want you to carve out September 29th. Right now, go on your phone. I know I just said don't be on the phone. Go ahead and be on the phone. Open up your calendar. Uh, go to September 29th of this year, 2023, and then put, go to Jason's comedy show, right? Got it? Let me know when when you're ready. All right, now go to thingsaboutthings.com. And on the homepage, there's a graphic for the September 29th show. I want you to click on it. And I want you to buy tickets. They're only $5. I'm late. I'm putting myself out there in front of everybody in my hometown trying to fulfill a childhood dream. That's how that's how direct this ask is. I'm putting myself out there trying to get on a stage to fulfill a childhood dream of doing one specific thing. When I was tw- around 12 years old, I wanted to be a comedian on a stage with a DJ on the stage playing hip hop and everybody in the audience danced. That was that's a specific dream and I'm fulfilling that dream September 29th and I want to ask you to be there. We're going to video it. We're going to make a video out of it. We're going to have a fantastic time. We're going to wiggle around. We're going to laugh. We're going to think. Sometimes we're going to go a little bit deeper than just jokes. We're going to think philosophically, spiritually a little bit, and we're going to dance. It's going to be fantastic. And by the time you're done, you're going to go home and your face is going to hurt because you're smiling that much for $5. For $5. For $5.
right? It's going to be at Everybody's Brunch and Club, which is downtown Boone, uh, full bar, and some non-alcoholic drinks available for purchase as well. So support Everybody's Brunch and Club. It's downtown on Howard Street. If you don't know where that is, that's fine. Go to thingsaboutthings.com. I, Jason English, who's been living in Boone for 15, 16 years, I'm asking you, Boone people, or former Boone people who listen or watch online, or if you are in Boone and you know some former Boone people, or you're in Boone and you know some other Boone people that you don't know, that I don't know, that they don't know me, whatever, $5, you want to go downtown on September 29th, which is a Friday night, for $5, maybe have a drink or two, uh, laugh, dance, think. When's the last time you went dancing? When's the last time you wiggled a little bit in front of somebody? When's the last time you wiggled a little bit with somebody you knew? Then they wiggled a little bit. When's the last time you wiggled a little bit and there was someone that didn't know you and you said, I don't care, I'm wiggling anyway. That's what we're doing. We're going to laugh. We're going to think. We're going to dance. My friend DJ Raheem Andrews on the stage leading the way with the wiggles. Jason English on the stage with a microphone leading the way with some stories and some thoughts trying to get us to have a good time. Either way, you slice it, go to thingsaboutthings.com. Go to thingsaboutthings.com to support this podcast. It's because of patrons like you that giving a dollar a month or $5 a month or some you know ballers go, digging deeper than that. I have cameras. I have lights. I have microphones. I have an iPad to try to have this podcast so that I can bring some entertainment to you. That's it. Have some great conversation with conversations with friends. Talk a little bit. Talk theory a little bit. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash things about things. Will you give? I'm trying to get a hundred people by the end of 2023. I think we're halfway. You got six months or less. Hook a brother up. Dollar a month, five dollars a month. Go bigger if you want to. Support the podcast. Let's get to 100. If we get to 100, I'm going to do something. I don't know what it is yet. I'm going to do something, though. Either way, though, if this is entertaining for you and you've enjoyed this and you you like being on the elliptical and you're like, and you hear us talking about things, right? Like, oh, yeah, I think that, I think I know. Hook a brother up. Th- throw a buck a month my way to help with the podcast equipment and, you know, all the overhead of that. The website and this, whatever, the storage of the stuff and the more, we need to get be- better everything eventually, but one, one, one dollar at a time, right? Patreon.com slash things about things. That's P A T R E O N.com slash things about things. Or as always, and anything I do and say, you can always just go to things about things.com for all the things. But, yeah, it's just been helping me so much with my ego. So I, I do feel pulled back lately to pull back that ego out so that I can better my space. And I think it's actually a healthier expression of myself because I haven't been expressing my ego enough, you know? Yeah, man. I love everything you just said. <laughs> I wonder if just like little day-to-day 
tasks that are just kind of like the everydays of life mm. that sometimes are just kind of boring and maybe that helps ground us. It's like you have to have you're going to be the most creative yeah. four in the whole world. Yeah, Take right. out the trash, Pavin. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. trash still got to go, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you <man>. know, <laughs> change that diaper, Dad. Change right. it as creatively as you want, but change the diaper. <laughs> Man, this morning I, I was dressing Raina, and I swear I you know I dress her like a little skater kid. Cool. And today I was just like, "Man, Bob, maybe you should try something different today." Because it's been like every Monday I'm putting her in vans, jeans, and you know she looks like a skater girl. I'm You're like, putting Pavin onto her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny part about being a parent is trying not to project your ego onto your kid. It's crazy, man. That they're not going to... And even at two years old, it's like she's... She's picking uh, up on stuff. Yeah, no so doubt. like... And that's... Chelsea and me have talked about... I, Yeah, we had a strong conversation about parenthood this past weekend. And again, just taking it back to my ego, like how much my need for attention or myself in our relationship... I've become aware of and had to adapt. <laughs> and that's where it's like, okay, ego and work and in that environment is actually helpful and helps take care of my family. But ego in my home life is, is where I need that. I need more soul in my home life. You know, I need to bring, that's where I want. When you more. say soul, what do you mean? Like just my uh, true essence <clears throat> with my, with my wife and that honesty and not putting up that facade of like having to be special. Okay. And, yeah, well, hold on. Uh, this is the problem I'm having with ego. Yeah, yeah. Because we yeah. keep bringing it back to it's a facade. Mm. And I'm what is is mm. it always and only a facade or yeah. is there ever a time that I'll try to mirror yeah. your language. Yeah. Is there a time that soul and ego are at one with each other? Yeah. I I think I that, don't mean all the time. Right. But are right. there times? Um Do you ever mm. Do you ever take that energy home? Yeah. And it's good? Yeah. Today, it was like that. I got home. I was jazzed about this. Mm. And I felt like I had a real... And I was like wanting to be energetic, you know, mm -hmm. to then talk. And it was a good vibe at the house. And I kind of like shut the work off and like, yeah, I was able to sit better today. Yeah. And so it was like, I, I it was that balance. It's exactly what you said, that balance of spirit and soul because I, I was being unique in my way of expression towards what I felt, Chelsea. Right. But it was still doing some mundane things. You know? Yeah. Like but if it was every day, it right. might be like, you're not getting enough done that needs to be done. Totally. You know, as a dad, you don't want to be yeah. out in the evening yeah. every night. Totally. Uh, and, yeah. Maybe but my ego, my ego will tell me to stay home, work, and be seen as like, I'm doing everything for my family all the time, right? Yeah. And it's my soul that, <laughs> and Chelsea's soul, thank God, that says we need to have some time to express ourselves. Are you in yeah. soul mode now or are you in ego mode right now? Oh, it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because there's cameras, so there's a part of me that's ego-driven 100%. Absolutely. And then even the words we say, are you, like, I think that they I want to be seen as special. Yeah, I think that I'm... I'm trying to train my brain because mm. I've, well, you've had plenty of stage time and video time mm. too, right? But I'm trying to train, train my brain to be like, is it possible 
to to be that truest mm. again i try not to use yeah, it. Yeah, i know right. it's not true self yeah this the soul mm-hmm. and ego harmony right can that be done in in, in a public setting mm-hmm. ha- knowing that these cameras are on right. but not having a big deal about it right and you know there's only a couple of the crew back there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a slim crew yeah. <laughs> uh I don't know. I'm trying to work on that. And I know that it's not, mm. or I should say, I know that I'm supposed to say that it's not possible. Mm. I know that's what I'm supposed to say. Right. All the, the psychological things I've read and heard, mm. but, I, but I can't help but strive for it. And I feel mm. like uh, some of the great, the greatest, the, the people that have been the most successful um, with like, Maybe like winning championships in sports mm-hmm. or making the movies, not just making a bunch of them and making a bunch of money, but making something that was like mm-hmm. people went, these are important things that exist in the yeah. world. Uh, and I've listened to them mm-hmm. a lot. And the thing that I've picked up on is some of the greatest minds are the ones that said, I'm going to attempt the impossible. Mm-hmm. And I know it's impossible, except for I'm just, I don't even care if someone says it. I'm going to do it anyway. Right. And then what happens is they don't do it because mm-hmm. it actually is impossible. But guess what they get? They get real close and it's amazing. Yeah. Kobe Bryant said yeah. this all the time. Yeah. And the impossible is the goal. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be perfect at basketball. Mm-hmm. So he got up at two or three in the morning and he mm-hmm. did more than anybody and he yeah. outworked anybody. Was he perfect? No, he was not. Is he one of the greats? Yes. Mm. And I'm not into the whole, which is the great, I don't care, whatever. Yeah, all, yeah. i got a bunch of greats. Not that debate. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of really good players. <laughs> really, really good. He was going for impossible. Mm. And I am too. I, yeah. I, I want to I wanna combine the things that make up, like the things that I like to think about and talk yeah. about. But it's not... I mean, I still have a part of me that I don't want to talk about. So mm-hmm. I'm not being the fullest me. Right. So I'm, I acknowledge I'm still holding right. some of it back. I don't want to get into a lot of nuanced stuff about my relationship with my wife and mm-hmm. with my children. Yeah, yeah. I actually don't want that. Yeah. I, I say those things to friends. Yeah, totally. And I, I might, yeah, and I might mm-hmm. say, I might mention them now because mm-hmm. I know the camera. Right. But I shared something with you before we press record that I'm not going to say when, when we yeah. were outside. Totally. It's just a different category. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I'm not being myself. I just know totally. I'm trying to not expose someone else's stories. Yeah. Yeah. And just say, because I don't want to display my children to the world. Right. Here's their status of life and here's what they told me the other night. Right. No, no, that's some holy inner sanctum mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But I, I'm trying to be like myself in front of people. Right. And I have mixed feelings about like whether that's even a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, right. is that an unhealthy desire? I guess it could be, but I'm also like, if I have a good filter up yeah. among friends, talking to people about like, is this too far? Well, I think that's just wisdom, man. Yeah. And wisdom's a good thing. Yeah. As far as who I, because, yeah, as far as who I tell certain things, about, mm-hmm. it just, it is. And I think, um, yeah, one thing you said, I don't know what sent me off on this. The but spiral? I, well, I was thinking about just... Um, oh yeah, how are you saying about expressing your full self yeah, right yeah. now, right? Like, but in that balance, yeah, yeah. As far as what you're what you're choosing, even with your comedy, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
you have certain jokes that you're like, this is what I want to present, right, to the world. And then I got hours of other stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to say that. In this public. might just be me, right? Or just to a friend, or. And I've just fully decided that, or at least right now, you know, I'm I'm in a very like professional workspace. Yeah. Right. So that's like how I operate. I have to do certain things <laughs> this certain way. Yeah. And I'm just and and I see Chelsea living this kind of life. Um, as far as just a different capacity, right? She's a mom, she's a mother, she has her two jobs, then the three jobs at the house, right? And she, But she finds so much purpose with her friends and can have these conversations. And I'm like, you know, this is exactly what work is supposed to be like for me. Oh, interesting. Right? Like work is supposed to be this space where I can be, I can be myself in a way that you just said, right? Like maybe I'm not bringing every conversation to there, but I should feel alive in this space Yeah. because I'm with these people eight hours out of the day. So it's like what Chelsea's getting over here in her routine, yes, while it's different, is something that I can fully attain myself. I can just, and again, it's building relationships with people that you can have that trust in that space to do that. Yeah. But that's where I want to be. That's like now what my goal is like, I have my beautiful family time here in this beautiful space. I want to operate and be my full self. Now I need to figure out how I can do that in this space. What? For 40 something hours a week, you're going to be there. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so so don't just sit there and wait for the clock to run out and go home. And I don't want to be the Gen Z or or millennial or whatever some person would say of like, oh, y'all care too much about a culture, like a healthy culture. Like, yes, I want to get work done and I find that satisfying in the traditional model but i do think it should be purposeful as far as my conversation and the people yeah that's where i think there's a false you know a false dualistic thought or like sometimes things get oversimplified like if the if one generation is into culture right Right. there can be like a mistaken thought that that means they don't want to get any work done yeah, it's like, it's and I can even true. feel that with conversation with like my pops or something like me and him see a lot of things. I'd, all right, but I can feel that dynamic pull of like, oh, you're working remote. And I'm like, yeah, it's like a balance, dad, <laughs> you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be all office, all this. It's just that gray area that I feel like as a society, I feel like we're moving more into. But there are the it is that polar pull right now as far as just like both sides kind of coming together at the same moment. And that goes back all the way back to your zillennial, <laughs> millennial, right? Just yeah. how, how that dynamic pool is shifting. Yeah, man. All right, so I'm wondering if where the overlap of our of the music of um, mm. you said where Notorious B.I.G. Mm. I think that might be the one that you mentioned that I also would have. But I was also... Jurassic Five. Um, mm. that were... But like, I think I was right around Tupac's death mm. when I was like, I, I don't. I, I was like, I just sort of shifted. Didn't mean I didn't hear things on the radio. Right, right. But Arrested Development was humongous for me. Do you know who that is? Not the TV show, the band. Oh, okay. So there's Arrested Development, a TV show that is way more famous than the band Mm -hmm. to most. Mm -hmm. But Arrested Development was very influential in my life. Yeah. Teaching me, again, about culture and stuff. But I guess it's before. I wonder if really the Chronic album might be the place Mm. 
people have just have described that as when hip hop had really come and really, really, really arrived, arrived, mm -hmm. spreading out. Mm. It was monumentally huge. Yeah. I actually think, oh man, I want to talk about something else. Hit it. I've been on at least a one year search of, uh, what influenced the birth of hip hop. Mm hmm. And what I described earlier, right. the scenario is the right. is the answer, my my answer. Mm -hmm. But before I came to that as like what I think is, that's actually what it was, I was just searching musically. Mm. And I was like, what made, what was the sound? Mm. Long story short, the answer is anything that sounds good. <laughs> Is eligible to be on those turntables, right? If there's a part of a song, yeah, that just has the, has it, right? And we know what it is. Right. If you listen to enough hip hop, yeah, you don't go. need a definition of right. what I'm saying, right? It's not it's not like um, an exact formula right. or something. It can be a gospel track or a rock track. Yeah, both of them sound can sound good when you spin it. Yeah, some people called it the get down, mm -hmm. um, or or they might just say like it had some funk to it or something mm -hmm. like that. But it's really, dude, it, it, so many things. But see, so, you know, you could go back to, you could go back, you could go to Africa, but you could go to jazz and blues mm -hmm. and and rock and roll. You could go to funk. You could go mm -hmm. to jazz. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's really just all of them. But mm -hmm. there's there's a there's a there's a noise and a way. Yeah. And dude, that's what I why I love it so much is because my brain operates very much like uh, an abstract definition of what something is mm. and how it feels. Right. That's that's how I am. Mm. And sometimes to my detriment. Right. Because sometimes that means I will ignore. And don't even want to know what the parameters actually are. Mm. But I've been on the search and I, it's like, but what's, I'm really big into, is there a moment that can just be like a catalyst moment that leads to something happening mm. that can be traced back? And I don't think there really is. I think life just says mm -hmm. an endless number of things that it makes us evolve to what we are now. And, but I still like searching for it anyway. Yeah. And, uh, the early seventies is when they say that like, hip-hop started but the mm. early 70s music changed somehow mm. not just i don't mean like the invention of hip-hop the messaging of music and the sound mm. of music it changed mm. 71 72 73 mm. i i don't know i just noticed that i've been getting more records and buying it's a little bug and buying stuff oh, and the stuff I'll, I'll listen to an old record and be like oh my god i love that when's that from 71 mm. 72 73 i'm like so there's some, I've been watching documentaries, mm -hmm. reading things. I was trying not to just be, do the lazy 21st century and just Google it. Right. I've been trying to like... To study it. Really study <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, Curtis Mayfield is in the running for me for somebody that was influential mm -hmm. on this. But hit, as big as he was and as, as much as he produced, it wasn't as big of an influence as mm -hmm. I think that Marvin Gaye. Mm. It brought something new into the world mm. and not just not just him but a moment in his life he was successful and he had saw, he had that um let's get it on let's get it on right yeah and it was like he's cool man right 
because you had post civil rights movement, post civil I mean not movement, but post civil rights amendment or act or whatever it was mm-hmm. called. Civil rights act. <clears throat> and then and you and then you have like s- more black made things being produced, more black made movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, more black actors in the movies. Mm-hmm. And not just portraying some negative stereotype. Mm-hmm. Although that still existed, of course. Yeah. And then, and Marvin Gaye's like, let's get it on. And people are like, we like, the white. The whites are like, we like black people. Mm-hmm. They sing fun songs. Mm-hmm. And then Marvin Gaye sang, what's going on? Mm. And it was like, there's a problem. Mm. in the in the inner cities yeah and he leveraged what he had gained in the culture by just being fun and cool Mm. and started saying something important and uh i think it triggered something so that's Mm. my that's my theory but it's that's there's no way to know something like that i just nerd out over it right you know (laughs) so that's what i do in my off time (laughs) 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 what led to the birth of hip-hop you know, what, uh, another thing I'm working on for the show is, uh, all right, you don't have to answer this, but <clears throat> think of the time in your childhood when you were like really happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I want to ask a whole room of people this, so I'm going to acknowledge like, mm-hmm. um, some people grew up in more privileged situations. Some yeah. people grew up. Yeah. In homes that were abusive, yeah. physically, emotionally, etc. Yeah. Some people might have a combination of like overall there was a lot of beauty, but there were a few things that were tragically right. bad and whatever. So, but that's why I'm not asking anyone to explain mm. to sit, share the story. Right. But just deep down, can you find a moment mm. in your past where you were just you were like that felt like right then it might it might be like you were with mm. a person. Or you, or you were having the experience. You were with the certain people, or not with certain people, or mm. you got something. You went somewhere. And a lot of times with childhoods, it's like milestone moments. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. But it might not even be that. And if if you were to go like, okay, can you go back to a part, a moment in your childhood when you were we were to say, not only am I happy, and there's a generic mm. definition of happy, mm. but like that feels like me. There's I the deep me was still in there pre-adult. Hmm. The world couldn't can't touch that thing in me. Hmm. It, it's untouchably me. And then I'm gonna have people, if they're w- willing to, not tell mm-hmm. a story, but just say, "How old were you?" Mm-hmm. Like with that moment you thought of, "How old were you?" Mm-hmm. And I picture pe- people going like eight, eleven. Mm-hmm. 14, mm. thir- 12, 13, and popping around, and maybe somebody would be like five, you know. Yeah. Do you, did you think of what, a num- an, an age? Yeah, yeah. You want to say it? Yeah, 13. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I think mine's 15, which I feel like is a bit older than I was expecting it yeah. to be. Yeah. The first thing I thought of, <laughs> no joke, mm. not my final answer. Yeah. My first one was, in like fifth or sixth grade, I can't remember which one, mm-hmm. is when I got the Nintendo. Oh, sick. It was a major thing in my generation. Yeah. The original Nintendo, yeah. when it mm-hmm. came out, I got it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
And I was really happy, not just mm. the feeling of getting it, but like what I knew this meant for my friendships. Mm. We played video games. It, I was outside all the time, right, dude, right. in Florida. Right. But so it wasn't like wasting away inside. Yeah, yeah. I was outside all the time playing yeah, every sport there was. <laughs> yeah. But when we finally came inside and we played yeah. whatever, you know, Mike Tyson's punch out or something together. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was so fun. Uh, but it's not that's it didn't feel like my real answer. Mm. One of my first memories I can even think of existing. I was three. And I was listening to Cool in the Gang, <laughs> Celebration, entertaining my parents and their friends. And I was dancing for them, and they were all laughing. And I swear I was like, I want to do this right. <laughs> with my life. But I think it faded. <laughs> That's so funny. Right? Yeah. It faded yeah. when I was 15. And it was, it was because after I had experienced hip-hop. Mm. And uh, anyway, all that to say... The moment I thought of, and this is why I, want, I have to do it in the show. Yeah. The moment I thought of is what we're doing right now. Uh, yeah. Like, when I was 15, mm. I was like, I want to get a room full of people together. Mm. And I want to make them, ha- yes. entertain them, and just yeah. make them happy and laugh and silly. And yeah. I want us to all dance together. Yeah. And if I can pull that off. It was the thought of it even existing that made me happy. So... Anyway, and then I'm going to say, all right, you got your age. You think of that moment. Don't think of any shit after it. Right. Because what some people can do is like, then they think like, yeah, yeah but that led to, yeah, yeah, well, you might yeah. be like, but Alec died. Totally. totally Don't yeah. think about it. Right, right. 13 year old Pavin yeah. hanging with Alec or whatever it was you thought mm-hmm. of. Now everyone look up, mm-hmm. pretend you are that kid. Mm-hmm. You're 13. You're having a blast. Your life is good. You're happy in this moment. Yeah. Let's dance. Yeah. And I'm gonna and Raheem's gonna play the music yeah. and we're gonna freaking dance together and pretend yeah. we're that age yeah. and I'll be like if you thought you were four dance like you were four uh-huh. and we ain't gonna judge you if yeah. you just want to do one of these things uh-huh. it's all good you know yeah yeah so anyway I hope I can get the courage to do oh, it and I hope it works oh, that's good yeah that's me trying to be spiritual or intentional uh-huh. and fun and yeah. dance. I don't know what another word for spiritual or intentional would be. <clears throat> spiritual is such a good word. It's the right word for my heart. <laughs> yeah. Spiritual is such a good yeah. word. Yeah. So like uh you got you've got uh you've got work and you know mm-hmm. the parameters for what to do and how to do it, and you're yep. gonna be successful in whatever you do. Yep. That's the plan. And you got the home life. Mm-hmm. You're going to be intentional about that too. Yeah. Is there another, like a third compartment? Because when you have little kids, it, or it was for me, it was harder to have that extra compartment. There's work and then there's family, but then there's yeah. also, is there another container? Yeah. And if so, like, what is it? What is it? Dinners, hanging out with friends. Uh, dinners. Why do you say dinners? Uh, Chelsea and I have been doing dinners. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, with our homies, the people that want to come. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's like, and we talk about intentional things. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we do. Yeah, so it's you know? kind of like uh, I'm out here in the world doing mm-hmm. what I need to do. Yeah. I'm in here in my safe zone. Yeah. Let's have a safe zone that's mm-hmm. just a tiny bit bigger than just my core Yeah. nuclear. Because yeah. I'd you know? see it almost as a pentagon. You said family, work, 
relationship with Chelsea, relationship with myself, friends. And, oh, okay. and it forms like five, five points. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Pentagon still almost has a triangle in it or has a triangle built into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think those are the points. You know? I like that. Yeah, because I because this feels like a relationship with myself. Like doing something good, talking with my oh, friend. Oh, interesting. You know, like doing something where I'm separating out yeah. fully and just having this expression. Then there's me and Chelsea have found, I mean, date. We didn't have date night last week. Dude, it was like something you changed. It. Like, I mean, we have been consistent. So how do you pull day. that off, baby? You just hire babysitter. a babysitter? Yeah. yeah. It's just an investment in the budget that we say is important. It's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth every penny, dude. Because last week, like... We were both like, oh, my God. If we don't have this, like, four-hour block together, like, we don't have enough time. Because, you know, with a little kid, like, it's so regimented, right? And it's so fully engaging. So, like, yeah, that's it. That's the regiment when you come home, right? So you don't have that time. But I need – but we need all pieces. Like, we need, we need the time by ourselves. We need the time with our friend. We need the time with a partner, family, and work. So it's all got to fit. All right, so – what does it look like to for that soul time mm. when it's really truly just yourself? I don't mean this version where you're still getting some feeding because yeah. I feel that same way, man. Like, yeah. I'm, like I'm gonna go home and be like, I grew. Yeah, Got but it's different than if <laughs> yeah. they're if it was only me. Yeah, yeah. Because Kimberly and I are constantly growing with one another. Yeah, yeah. It's like. And it's like exponentially mm. happening lately in the past couple yeah. of years. Yeah. And that is a pretty cor- big correlation with my yeah. career path changing. It's like really like an obvious one. Right, right. But whatever reason, right. it's great. And it was always good. Mm-hmm. Tougher when we had two littles. Yeah. Got through that. But I. Uh, but when I'm by myself, it's a different thing. But Totally different game by yourself. What is that like? And how is it related to ego? Or is it even related to ego? Can well, you ha- can you be operating within ego when you're by yourself? I think I it's been hard to operate by myself healthily in both of those areas. <laughs> I would say <laughs> because my ego all I, all it does is all I do is really shame myself when I'm by myself. What? That's it. All I do is think about how negatively I'm operating in all four of the areas. Oh, dude. So it's kind of like a cycle loop of I mean, sometimes there's positives. But I bet you, you if I asked Chelsea, she wouldn't say that you're bad at family stuff. Oh, no, she wouldn't. But yeah. you're the only She's one saying it. Said it. Yeah, but it's funny. What are you that, doing, dude? It's funny that in the <laughs> ego loop, that's all you think about, right? Is like, or at least me, personally. That's how, that's how I express yeah, yeah. myself. Is I but what would, it hel- what would healthy ego, yeah. or maybe lack of ego, if mm-hmm. that's even possible, mm-hmm. what, what do you think? What uh, would that be for Bobbin when you're not feeling like you're doing things wrong healthy ego expression is like listening to some hip-hop music and that's what i was about to say <laughs> skateboarding you know <laughs> and i like i don't want to be of course like i love activities so i yeah. like playing golf i like skateboarding and i like just driving around smoking my cig right that's yeah my, that's my thing um but again in a healthy way where it's not i'm escaping right like i'm trying to yeah Cause that's how I use all those things at the end of the day. Like it's like, all right, I can just shut my brain off. But sometimes being intentional in that space with myself and just being in the moment is, you know, the cliche is like, I get so, and I think a lot of us do, but I do especially get so caught up in the, 
in the moment. So I keep trying to remind myself to stay present. And I tell other people to do that. I'm like, oh, you just need to be present with just right here. It's such a hard freaking thing to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, so I hard. Found that, I found that you can't, like, if you're going to try to be in the present. Right. For me. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't ever say you, you, you. For me. For me to stay in the present, I either have to be doing something that uh-huh. requires me to have to pay attention so closely that I can't think about anything yeah. else. It happens when I'm playing pickleball. It happens when I'm playing basketball. Mm-hmm. It happens when I'm cooking. Oh, yeah. I love to cook, dude. Yeah. Cutting up the onions mm-hmm. and whatever. I can't be yeah. doing anything else. Uh, although, that being said, sometimes there's music playing. But what I yeah, mean yeah. is I'm not thinking about somewhere right, else. Right. I'm not thinking about tomorrow. You're I'm not thinking about yesterday. Stuff. Yeah, and I love it. Right. But when, I, when I'm when i not able to be in the present moment, because, you know, we can say all theoretically all we want, right. but there's reality. When my mind goes not in the now, mm. I'm in a season mm-hmm. of I think about the future more than I think about the past. Totally. And that didn't all, that I've been in other seasons. Mm. There's a season where it's like, you think about what you should have done different. Right. Or what what did you do wrong? Mm. I think sometimes that can happen in people's jobs. Mm. They've been told they did something wrong. Right. Then they're in the present moment, but mm. they're thinking about the past when they yeah. did something wrong. Yeah, as like opposed to the future when they're uh-huh. going to do something. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think that you, in some ways, in order to function in the world, you have to think about the future mm-hmm. um, in order to plan for that future. Totally. And to work towards a goal. Yeah. A goal is set in the future. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, what I'm not convinced of is if the accomplishment of that goal matters at all. I, I don't even, I don't know. Right. I guess, I mean, in some ways you could clearly say a, an obvious goal that it does matter or yeah. whatever. But I think a lot of times. Yeah, like paying debt. That's an obvious goal. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that, you know, I got one of my mentors. I was in my late 20s. He was in his late 80s. Mm. And Mr. O. Mm. And he knew I was into like old ancient language stuff. And yeah, he was yeah. a Greek and Latin and French professor for like 50 years or something. And, and I asked him if he would tutor me in Greek. This was after seminary and everything. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted more. And it, within like two or three sessions, I realized this isn't about Greek at all. This is about me wanting to hang out with this old wise man and just learn about life. And I learned gems from mm-hmm. this guy that I have passed down and taught it yeah, at what I people. teach in, mm-hmm. in at App State about yeah. public speaking things that I've gotten from him. Things mm-hmm. I've said things on within a church stage, church context. Uh, he died, and when he was eighty-seven, and he just he was done. His heart was just done, and he died. He still had. He was a widower at the time. He still had fruit drying. So he could make fruit cakes for people for Christmas, wow. and they were still drying in his house. Mm. Point being, he had a goal of how many che- uh, fruit cakes he was going to give people that year. Wow! That goal doesn't matter. <laughs> he was living a certain kind of life right. because of the goals he was setting. Mm. I want to give people fruit cakes, and mm. I want to make it from oh, scratch. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Bro. And I want to teach. I want to show them. I love them. He's old school. I'm going to show. Them. I'm not going to buy it at the grocery store. Right. I'm going to get fruit and I'm going to dry it out and I'm right. from scratch going to make these fruit cakes. And he gave it to him for years and 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 years. And then one day his heart went out and he didn't meet the goal that year because he died. 
And dude, that's going out right, right there. Yeah. So I want to be like, mm. I want to always be setting future goals. Mm. I always have something I'm working towards. Mm. And I'm only doing that because I got to put my pants on in the morning. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I got to get something done in this world. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. set the goal. But honestly, yeah. it, I don't, it, the, accomplishing the goal isn't even really the point, I don't think. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> it's honestly, or at least how I think about it, or something that has been brought up is your accomplishment of the goal is like your gift to the world. Yeah. Or it's like what you're doing, your goals in the world. Yeah. Help all of us achieve our goals in the world. That's everybody. It's, that's our expression. That's where the ego comes into play in such a beautiful way. Yeah. Is it allows us to pursue and push forward goals. And that's our, that's our creative expression. It's the, it's the image of God in the world. Yeah. In between all of us. Yeah. You know? And I think that I think that everything mm. reflects God. Yeah. And that uh I I'm assuming that the non human things don't really think about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they think about. But I don't my assumption is that a tree isn't trying to show the world what God is like. I right. think the tree by default, shows the world what God is like. Because it just is. It just is. We're the ones with the with the um, with the unbelievable, holy responsibility and opportunity and burden mm-hmm. to think about it, describe it, <laughs> and try to describe what we're doing. <laughs> so true, man. Yeah, and then and then the coolest thing is like you become this like you. you spiral and you Mm. grow and all that and then you realize yeah there's just some sweet old lady that's already doing that that doesn't even know what you're talking about right she just grows her garden and Mm. it's like only present in the present moment and loving the people around her and she actually has been living this like uh she's demonstrating god Mm. to the world just Mm. being that she hasn't thought about this creative right process right because but some people have that where mm. it's like like I gotta I, I have this thing in me mm. I don't think everybody feels that way yeah but I think but I believe everybody has it mm. but maybe I shouldn't feel a, an expectation hold an expectation over everybody to feel yeah. like they have something yeah. Because if they're just living their lives not thinking about it, maybe they're doing the thing. Exactly. Maybe and I'm the only the, one wondering. <laughs> there's, a, there's a certain kind of respect and appreciation I have for that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they've connected to something that I can't. Of just being in this. Yeah, that's right. You know? And there's a simplistic nature to that. All right, let's 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 wrap it up. Let's with land the plane. With, with either hip-hop... Or you could expand it to people that create things that are successful or known or make a bigger impact. Mm. I want to briefly acknowledge, though, that there are so many musicians that make music that the world never hears their music. So I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to equate Mm. fame and dollars and and a number of listens to importance. Mm. But since we don't I mean, we maybe might have some friends that make music and stuff like that. But But let's just talk about the most successful numerically. And like mm. these, these, 
these musicians mm -hmm. or actors or whoever that have made things, let's just assume that at least some of them mm. were operating from a very healthy ego place. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And they were and are expressing something about the nature and character of God slash the universe, the all, mm. you know, this energy that c connects us all. Who cares about like, oh, but did you hear that they had an affair? It's like, get rid of right. all that. Right. Yeah. Just get rid of all of it yeah. for a second. Yeah. Could they have been operating, at times at least, mm. certain albums, certain songs, certain movies, certain scenes from movies? Mm. Because, man, I have been so impacted by those arts. At, yeah. Partially as because of an only child. I'm yeah. just like, I watched it, listened yeah. all by myself. Totally. How do, I, how do you know? Mm. Or can you know when what you're witnessing right then mm. is the tree just being the tree saying God's like this. And then someone's a scene from a movie or doing mm. a song and it's just like, that's what God's like. Because yeah. I, I watch TV shows and movies and listen to songs sometimes yeah. where I go, that was God right there. That that just happened. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I wish I could like bottle it up and know what it is, man. Mm. It's usually just a feeling. Mm -hmm. It's totally a feeling. So what are the what the are artists, the that, come artists that come to mind? It can it doesn't have to be late just hip hop. But when we you can first stated it, it was Chance the Rapper and Kanye West. Oh wow! I was like those guys. <laughs> Kanye was like he's the extreme, right? The hate, the love, but some of his music is just like phenomenal. He changed hip hop. Yeah, it's just like I think his the, his, the current state of his mental health is, is I don't to be debated. Yeah, because I yeah. don't know him as a person. I'm I have just, no idea who he is. But it, it's being questioned for sure, right? right? But even that, don't I disqualify mean, everything about a human because he's going but, through. Yeah, something. and that's what I'm saying. Even the curve of how his life has gone and his music has gone is a testament to his art and how we are in the world. And showing that of this, going from just like, yeah, his come up to then like kind of that darkness era and then just kind of in the madness in a way. I don't know. For me, that's an image of like, oh, that's the whole thing. Wow. You can create something so beautiful and then it also gets twisted. And then Gosh. Chance, I think, is just an expression of joy <laughs> as far as his music for me. Dude. Of course. You know, like, oh, yeah, that's that's that, like, feeling. Those are, yeah, those two hip-hop ones. I can't think of any right now. That was now. the first two that came to mind. It says something. To, mm. Unless you think of it as, like, being a teacher for a next generation yeah. as the thing. Mm. Oh, and then Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. Mm. That was... You know, I've still never seen that. Oh, bro, that was a, so. His, that was like at this moment. I I've never been. I talk about being impacted by a movie. That movie was like. That's the last one I remember. Just being like, oh, struck. Really? Oh man, it, yeah, it tore me up. Oh man, tore, I'm already a softy, but that one really like just that's cool. Me. So yeah, that's a, that's a good one to put on your playlist. How would I? I keep going back to Arrested Development. I know it's not as relevant as a... But there's something about the sound of their music that was so... It, they were going back to some African roots with mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Mm 
and it it wasn't about like being tough mm -hmm. it was about like being your actual self mm -hmm. so it makes me think so some of the messaging was that i'm wondering if they were that lauren hill comes to mind too for some reason mm. with the fujis I, yeah. I don't know why <laughs> respect <laughs> but also i know this might be like a whole long conversation we have some other time but tupac mm -hmm. dude it's so easy to overlook what he was doing mm. and just go gangster rap. There was a whole thing, a movement, made mm. a bunch of money and kind of perpetuated a stereotype that wasn't healthy and all that. Mm. But actually, if you listen to what he was really saying, right, both on the microphone, on the stage, and also been being interviewed, mm. what I took from it, I'm not going to put words in his mouth, what right. I took from it is him saying he is simply a product of a system and he's going to say what the, what the system is, mm -hmm. what the product is, what it's created, and the reality of what actually is happening. And he's going to talk about it. And that's just who he is. Right. And uh, that man was so smart. Mm -hmm. The things that he would say in interviews, it would be like, it reminded me of, uh, so Muhammad Ali just gets described as like he was just like i'm the greatest and he's just this flamboyant right thing the dude was really really strategic in what he was doing yeah he was trying to get an entire industry hyped up about something mm -hmm. it led to a more profitable situation for so, him yeah it led it led to more awareness about his new faith too right and about racial injustice yeah and it psyched the other dudes out. So you can think like, oh, he was just up there doing this stuff. Right. Nah. And and Tupac was like, I remember him saying things like, you created me, mm. America. Mm -hmm. So you can't judge mm. me. Right. You made me happen. Right. right. And I, he didn't mean the famous part of him. Right. Yeah, those are good. But at the same time, I was always so, I was almost always just kind of like saddened yeah. listening to him. Right. You know? Yeah. And except for some of the songs were just fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, some of both. What are we, are we closing with, uh, with a thought? Yeah, what's your thought? I don't know. I was going to play another song after we're done. Yeah, I think we yeah. should, um, what was your song of choice going to be? I don't know. Good. Sorry, I was just making sure she was. I don't ready. know if we need a closing thought. The oh, I can throw this in. Uh, thingsaboutthings.com. <laughs> <laughs> Go to thingsaboutthings.com for more things. Click and uh, we're on YouTube now. A lot, some people don't know that they can see this instead yeah. of just listen. I mean, if you're only listening right now, man. You are really messing out vibes. <laughs> yeah, like you are. You're for those of you on YouTube, you know, and if you don't know now, you know, uh, as the hip hop phrase says. But uh, yeah, what's what's a closing thought? We we covered we covered season sort of ego sort of. Yeah, we didn't hit decisions. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Hip hop. I thought that one might go out. We have we have a bit of our generational mm, overlap. Z. Zillennial. Yeah. And you were what again? Millennial? millennial. The, the tail, tail end of yeah, millennial. Yeah. And 
Yeah. Do you do you identify with that? Do you feel like that's inaccurate, or do you oh, want yeah. to jump to the one after? No, no, I like. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Because cool. I grew up without internet. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. My childhood, not Th- my adolescence. There we go. So that's the difference between you and me. I yeah. had it in my teenage years, but I didn't. But have neither it. one of us had it as kids. Exactly. That's that's not nothing though. That that's is not nothing, because. Because I sure as hell connect <laughs> with guys that didn't grow up with the internet more than ones that do. Interesting. So. Yeah. You're yeah. on that teeter-totter. Yeah. A lot easier for me to get with people like that. Is there a song that we can think of? Maybe mm-hmm. we can close with this. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of stuff to listen to that you're going to send me. Yeah. You got a lot of stuff to listen to I'm going to send you. Yeah. But is there a song that maybe is our song? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the overlap song. Right. And I don't mean the one that was the most famous at the time. Yeah, yeah. Of whenever. Mm. But just, is there a song that you, that isn't new and mm-hmm. isn't super old? Mm-hmm. Although I guess it could, it be, could either, be. It could be either one. Yeah. Could be but is there a song that's like, oh yeah, that one really. The, when I played those ones earlier, you seem to like it, but neither one of those would be like my heart, heart. Yeah. I want to know what yours would be. I don't know. I have I'm to, trying to think of timing-wise. Yeah, I mean... Should we at least set some sort of, like, window of time or no? I mean, I'm minor. I want to do something that's not juicy or give me the loot. Speaking of juicy, Juice World might have been the best rapper of all time. You know about Juice World? Uh-uh. That's gonna, you're going to have to send me that on our list. He's new. He, was, he died a couple years ago. Oh, Young. Really? heartbreaking he represents a new generation of the generation of pills yes right yeah yeah. generation of pills is different when he was on his pills he was floating so high and his brain was operating so on point Mm. there's like freestyles of him on like radio channels yeah yeah for an hour without stopping and you just stare at him like i can't believe this is really happening mm. you know and i again i'm not into the great who's mm-hmm. the greatest or whatever right, right. but guaranteed eminem has has yeah. acknowledged that he that there is a human that has existed that could go toe-to-toe with him right, right. there's no point in arguing over who would i don't even right. like that stuff they're from right. such different times right juice world knew how to do something special and then he od'd and died when he was like 19 or 21 or I don't know but I have a soft spot in my heart for Juice World for some reason almost yeah. like I'm his dad or something right. I was sad I was just so sad that he uh felt like he needed to keep escaping and stuff are you thinking or no yeah I was um trying to Maybe we don't know it yet. I don't know. I don't know it yet. Maybe we got to listen to our stuff, but it's so hard for me because I I think I keep mistakenly putting hip hop into, I was putting them into two categories, Mm -hmm. but now I'm learning more. Mm -hmm. I was putting them into super helpful for teaching about Mm. things. Right, right. And just like straight up fun, like, um, right. Just dance, have a good time. Mm. But there's also like, 
personal emotional hip hop. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever I don't think I've listened to hardly any of it. Emotional hip hop is where it's at. You know? In some areas. And I know I'm like ripe mm-hmm. and prime and ready for this. Yeah. And I'm so pumped about it. Yeah. But it's hard for me to think because I'm only thinking like like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say I don't know if I want to say like a mm-hmm. like an NWA or like an Ice Cube or mm-hmm. Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg song because right. that seems like an empty answer. Mm-hmm. But man that it's like no i don't mean anything bad against those guys Mm -hmm. like my goodness dude right oh you know i mean you know mac mac miller right yeah Mm. i don't know enough of his stuff to Mm -hmm. i mean i know of him and i know he died and i saw him rap Mm -hmm. and it was awesome Mm -hmm. i don't remember the names of any songs Mm mm-hmm It was like an honest, a lot of honest, personal yeah. stuff. Yeah, it goes back to your little emotional category. I could listen to something on swimming. Hmm. That's my vote. But I'm always going to go emotional more than hype. Yeah, if you're going to pick like a favorite. Uh-huh. Man. I'm, I'm like trying to go back in time right now. Mm-hmm. really liked big daddy kane you ever heard of big daddy kane mm. <laughs> but it was so it was empty like and all the ladies love me kind yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. and that was fun yeah. but right but he had this one song called D- brother brother or something like that yeah. and it mm-hmm. was like him and his younger brother or cousin or something little daddy shane and it was just it's just so endearing yeah yeah that so that had a little good. bit of an emotional yeah. mm-hmm. um so just some of the rap when they were first figuring stuff out mm-hmm. <laughs> and dude regulator with warren g did you ever hear regulator with warren g mm-hmm. oh my god <laughs> i gotta play it for you uh but i can't pick the song as my as my yeah. song yeah yeah the stuff they say on that album about women it's just it's, not right it's just terrible <laughs> yeah like i can't yeah. represent yeah that uh but it was good all right well to be continued maybe to be yeah, yeah. yeah. let's we can pause on that one